feel like you eat chicken with no seasoning. You like you don't own a bottle of Larry's. Let's go look in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got the big thing, Larry's. Got the old bay. I got the old bay in there too. Gotta have the Need old it. bay. And on that note, are we recording this whole thing? Yeah, are we recording that? Recording. Oh, no, you fucked me up. Because I like to say, are we recording? I, I, I'll edit that Cheers. out so no one gets. So, like, as far as like advice of playing the game smart, like, what are some things that you take? take, take? Cheers, Wait, what do you mean no one gets fucked? We should keep this stuff about porn in there. Let's, let's not do that. Why let's not? not? <laughs> I mean, hey, man. Yo, we all watch porn. Everyone does. We yeah. all watch porn. It's not weird. To, I don't want to be an advocate for it. Why are you not an advocate for porn? Just, I don't want to be an advocate I'm an advocate for, for porn. I don't want to be an advocate It prevents you from sins. making bad decisions. No, huh? you still make I mean, some bad decisions. If I was watching more porn, I wouldn't have been such a degenerate in college. Am I guaranteed? I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I mean, it's a slippery slope. You know what I'm saying? It you really click is. on a wrong video, wrong. I don't know, man. Like it's what? Hole. It's a rabbit hole. What do you bro? mean it's a slippery that, slope? My, my porn theory is, eye is trained. I know what I'm going for. And then on top of that, I have I, my theory is that porn. The more porn you watch, the more nasty you really want the real shit. And it and it's, it, you won't, it, it, I, there's there's studies about that, and it won't satisfy you as much. I feel like it desensitizes you. It does. It 100. Want more sex, more nasty sex, more like. Well, it depends what you're watching worse too. Worse, you know what? I'm not going to go that deep, but you know. What are you watching, Austin? Oh, boy, whatever so you. What kind of porn you? What kind of porn you watching, Austin? So we watching. Austin are watching crazy shit. <laughs> welcome, 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 everybody! Welcome to the Kid and Crash podcast. His name is Kid. His name is Crash, and we got a great, great guest. My brother-in-law. Host of the Conscious Experience. I'm very happy about um, this. What else? Former Division One football player. Amen. Four um, X. I would say expert. You know, uh, connoisseur. Ooh, you know, all that. connoisseur of things. Connoisseur. You know, a little bit of all that. Brian. I don't know your middle name. Dunlap. Welcome to the show. What's <laughs> hey, up, man? Hey, happy to be here. My pleasure. We need some effects or something for the. Uh... <laughs> I, need, I need them. Yeah, I need them clues bombs. <laughs> I need the horns. I need all that. What's good with you, man? Uh, shit, nothing much, man. What's good with y'all, boys? You know, mm-hmm. happy to be here. Just record another episode. I'm glad we got you on the pod, bro, because I picked yes. up a uh, kid told me. I don't know why you didn't tell me originally, but kid told me about your podcast. You don't listen to shit. You probably did tell you. Yeah, I probably I listen, did, bro. No. You probably did say, uh-huh. You don't listen no. to much, Austin. You're kind of retarded sometimes. What you mean? I don't listen to much. You just don't. I listen to the podcast. A lot of stuff goes How many episodes you listen to? Like three. Exactly, I listen to more than you. Okay, then a anyway. lot of stuff goes in one of your ears and just out the other, though. It's only with you, like you and I, are the only people I have selected. <laughs> That's <with>. fucked up. <laughs> I'll be real with you, Eileen. You. you hear that? <laughs> But nah, I peeped uh, Peep Child's podcast, and honestly, that's more the route I wish this was. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, if it was up hey, to you, man. we'd be talking about a bunch of shit that wasn't real. It'd be all metaphysical and all that kind of shit. I have to bring you down or what not sometimes. What more is there to talk about, man? There's so much porn. There you go. Right back to that there metaphysical whole, whole experience I've been talking about. But nah, the conscious experience, man. Uh I think you and your homie, I don't even know who your homie is, but I think y'all doing a hell of a job over there, Bet, man. Yeah, my dog Therese. As far as his name, Rez? Nah, Therese. Therese. Yeah, See, you don't word. listen. <laughs> no, nah, I heard Rez. I heard, that's, that could be his nickname. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. But nah, like the topics y'all cover, like the way y'all have it set up, I think it's like, it's pretty fire. I'll fuck with it. How'd y'all end up start doing that? Like, what, what got y'all started with that? Um, Basically, shit, we were like, 
so he used to come over to my crib like um before class um to like learn forex from me or whatever so it'd be like like maybe like six in the morning or whatever at the crib blah 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 and we and like so at my crib i had um like a round like office table yeah with like chairs and shit and so we used to be talking and i guess we're like bro you know what we start, should get to make a podcast. Start a podcast. So That's then smooth. we just like bought the mics and then we just like made the shit happen. Yeah. Yeah. But like where did y'all, um, as far as topics, do y'all like always go into certain topics together or y'all just kind of free flow it? Um, for the most part, I mean, sometimes we'll definitely have like, okay, we want to cover this topic. Something and you're going into. Try to like, you know, have it unbiased or like make it not sound like we just speculating try yeah, to have like yeah. as many like you know facts whatever we, mm-hmm. that we can and you know just have like a, a well-based topic of it or you know knowledge of it yeah. and then from there sometimes we just like free like freestyle for sure yeah that's pretty smooth so I like that no i think i think that's something we should incorporate more of a kid just has no attention span so it's zero i be drunk on here bro it's just i can't remember one, t- one episode we weren't faded last episode we weren't faded we weren't at all I don't think we were. You don't even remember what the last episode was? Tell yeah, me. I do. We were talking about religion. You didn't. You didn't send it to me at the post, by the way. Nope, I didn't. See that? I was gonna keep that to myself. Mm-hmm. I thought it was ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> but no, man. So you from Florida, along with kid, right? Is y'all Jacksonville, whole, Florida. Is y'all whole family from Jacksonville? Duval. <laughs> you, you heard the man. Yeah. Duval. <laughs> you heard the man. Y'all whole family from there? Well, oh, so shit. our dads grew up together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, so real quick. Y'all are actually cousins. God brothers. See, okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Because yeah. I was about to say, everybody. Yeah. I never met you my whole life. Everybody got a dad. Everybody's dad got a friend. Ba- that's basically, just, basically what it's basically like, uncles. though. Like, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much. They grew up together and they were in like their little, their little like clique or whatever they had, um, running around doing crazy shit. And uh, yeah. What they call themselves. I know every day. They had a name. I don't know what it was called, though. Did they ever tell y'all? I, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like it's the same shit. I feel like he probably we call him Kid. Yeah. It was the same thing. Me, he would call me Lap. Yep. That's exactly like, what it was. Saying, like, yeah. That's just his Lap. Like, y'all want to know what my pop's name, his crew's name was? What was it? They used to make fun of the frats on campus. They called themselves Player Sci-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Player Sci-Fi. Yeah, that sounded like a, a fucking... Outcast record. Literally. Yeah, funny, funny story about uh, Brian's dad. I don't know if he told you this. Yo, he is a card shark. My man cheated me in cards one day. <laughs> Wait, for real? Oh, my. We, 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 I forget. It might have been like Thanksgiving, but we, I went with my parents to like Tennessee, and they invited a bunch of, their, bunch of their friends and stuff, and his parents came, and we're playing cards or whatever. And I look over there like, this nigga is cheating, bro. Goddamn. <laughs> well, how is he cheating? Bro, he brought every time we were playing spades, he had all the spades. High joker, little joker. I'm like, bro, you're cheating. That's not fair. And he's like, nah, I'm not cheating. Like, bro, you're definitely you're definitely cheating. And my dad was like, You played him in spades? Oh, lap always cheat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a known thing. Like, oh, I'm always cheating that spades. So I, I knew from then on. The pops be finessing. It's like a no. Pops finessing. Hey, you can't play old head in spades, though. You got to be careful. You can't play old yeah, head in any tough. recreational oh, yeah, game. You know, I never played cards. I don't play cards with old heads. Nah. <laughs> don't, cheating, play, bro. don't play, don't play cards. Generally. Don't play dominoes. Don't play pool. I don't trust, I don't trust old heads in none of that. Hey, but you, you know cheat? what they say, right? What, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's right. Shoot, see, that's, see? I used to live by that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what got you through college. Hey, but. <laughs> Shit. I'm reformed. I'm a reformed man. 
Fuck no. Nah. But wait, I didn't know you played. I knew you played football. I didn't know you played D1. Where'd you play at? Uh, FAMU. Oh, where? Yeah. Okay, nice. So you graduated what year? Um, well, should I transfer there? I transferred from there in 2016 to uh, Florida Atlantic, but I graduated in 2018. Okay, nice, nice. Oh, so you're right around the same age as us then. Yeah. But for the FAMU, and then from to FAU. Yeah. What was that difference like going from HBCU to? Uh, shit, it's probably what y'all expect, really. But yeah, I mean, yeah. like it was it was cool though, because I mean, like, I mean, I don't know, bro. It was definitely like, the HBCU experience was like dope as fuck. But like, I feel like it wasn't because I mean, I came from like as far as like PWIs go, I basically came from like a PWI high school. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it was kind of like, Mandarin, right? Yeah, yeah. So I went to Mandarin, and so it, it was like really diverse, pretty much. And it was yeah. kind of more so like FAU. Um, the FAMU, like, I feel like it was very, um, like everybody, it was kind of almost like high school, the way I felt like everybody was in each other's like business or like yeah. how people were trying to be like, I wouldn't even say like purposely, like trying to be popular and like trying to, you know, figure out which org and stuff like that they wanted to be in and stuff right. like that. But like, yeah. So it's a, like. It's a small, like, cause how many people at FAMU? I mean, not at FAMU, at FAU, at FAU. Are they about the same size? No, nah, they're not about the same. Oh, they're not? Uh, oh. FAMU's bigger or FAU's? Oh, FAU's got to be bigger, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I yeah. But I feel like once you get to, like, the point in college, I felt the same way at our school. It had to be, what, 9,000? Our school's small, Something yeah. like that. But it was, like, a big-ass high school. Like, it didn't take long for your business to be around campus. Yep. You were one roommate away from smashing, like, the whole squad. Like, at every, at every point. Like, you always... That's Everyone a wild always knew your statement business. by you, Austin. By the way, <laughs> hey, you sorry. really just put that shit. <laughs> that is a wild business. statement. Jesus, I put my business out there. I don't but care. no, one thing one thing I liked about it, bro. I mean, like the uh, the heritage of it. You know, what I'm saying the history of yeah, it. Yeah, all the history behind it. Was it was like I think it was like I don't know, bro. Maybe eleven to one, nine to one for girls. You know what I'm saying? FM. Yeah, so that was dope. Oh, um, like the party scene was dope. You know what I'm saying? But. For me, like I feel like after a while, bro, that shit would get old because yeah. the they like niggas trying to graduate and shit. So yeah, you know people definitely up there and, and get off track easy, real yeah. easy. Yeah, I mean, y'all really identify the people that like or the kind of people that get stuck in college life. Yeah, I feel like everybody know people that just never really escape college. Oh like, yeah, bro, like shit. It's we all a, we all know them. Like yeah. I feel yeah, like you know if that shit comes to your identity, you know what I'm saying? If you yeah. make you know come to that bitch kind of creating like an identity of like you know you like you know just. Trying to be on the scene and or trying to recreate yourself and shit like that, like, yeah. and damn, I'm just trying to get a degree. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Get so, up out of there. I feel like people don't people don't realize it's only four, five years, and then they try to create. I did a victory lap. Around. I did that five. That did the fifth year victory lap, as I like to say. I love the victory. Nothing lap. wrong. I think with that was the best lap. thing that happened to me. Victory lap. To be 100 percent honest with you, bro, if I would have left after four years, I would have been like, damn, I want to go back. I want to. I, I still want to go back. Have. I mean, I'm glad I'm done, but college, I hate when people say, I'm glad to move on. No, no it's okay to be like, Yo, college was fucking fun. It was amazing. Like, but like, I think what people are trying to say is like, it's, it's there's a time okay we have to, to move on. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's not okay to, to don't act like you didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed that shit. That shit was fun Fuck as hell. Love. I think that was the best decision I ever made in my life. That was the first decision. You're welcome. All right. That was the first decision I ever made on my own. Oh, very um, first decision. I like to tell this story on the podcast. It's going to be the first time it's told. People are going to get so tired of hearing I am, I am the reason Austin came to University of Tampa. Pat myself on the back there. Um, he came on his visit and uh, I busted his ass. Uh, befriended you his did mo- what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From the rafters. Uh, you tell the story every fucking yeah, time. Yeah, it's a good story. Man. I got to tell it. Um, Not that great of a story. It's a phenomenal story. 
and uh, his his mother and father absolutely love me, and they're like, we're gonna make our son come here. Lo and behold, we also got him laid on his visit um, twice. Yep, there it is. It was greatness. Give me some. He never wants to tell the story that I eventually took his spot. He did. He we leave that part anymore. out. We leave that part out. He took my spot. That's true. But, so yeah. how you going to recruit your own killer? <laughs> hey, man, but then you got hurt. And look, it was Ryan's time to shine when you got, when you got hurt. Shoulder. His shoulders is a What's bitch. Little, you seen the movie uh, Longest Yard? Bruce, Bruce's, Bruce's time, time to shine. shine. <laughs> <laughs> you had the popcorn on his hand. shouldn't have had that popcorn. <laughs> had the popcorn out. That was me. I was like, bitch, like, damn, Austin got hurt. Yes. <laughs> that kid's not sounding like this. Yes, nigga. Yo, he ripped his pants off. More, per, more PT for me. <laughs> Coach didn't have to look back. I was already at the score table. <laughs> I got you. I got you, Austin. Awesome. I'm already checking in. I'm already checking in. Austin, good job, baby. He's like, oh, slap oh. on the ass. Good job, baby. Bullshit. Get on out of here. So, did you play football at FAM, too? I only played football at FAM. I basically, like, I can't remember. I, like, quit. Yeah, yeah. So what? What? What ultimately motivates you to like just say, "Nah, I'm done"? Because I'm sure you've been playing for like almost your whole life. Yeah. Um. Shit. Would really. I, I feel like it was like a couple things, but really, um, one of the main things was. So we had a coaching change. Like my uh, after my freshman year, we went like three and seven, mm-hmm. or something like that. And then my sophomore year, we got a new coach. I thought the nigga was an Uncle Tom. You know what I'm saying? We liked him, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. We went, I think we only won, like, one game. And, like, I wasn't, my freshman year, I was playing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, like, traveling, all that. I can't lie. My freshman year, I was I was more of a dickhead. I can't lie. Like, I thought like everybody was at first. Yeah, you know okay what I'm saying? Be, be, late, be late to meetings, stuff like that. Yeah. And so, to an extent, like, oh, yeah, I was being a dickhead. But, I, like, I was just, they still fought with me. Because, like, bro, I miss, like, the bus the first game of the season. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, bro. Bro, I'm trying to tell you I've heard that before. That's what I'm saying, bro. So, I don't even know, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, like, you know, you be with your, you feel me, like your freshman squad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I think we were going to, we we're going to, uh, like, Jackson, Mississippi to play uh, Jackson State. And it was, like, the bus, I think the bus was leaving at, like, five or, like, four in the morning. So, I don't know why, but, like, we were just, like, damn, everybody to just stay up the whole time and sleep on the bus. Yeah. I think it got to, like, 3 o'clock, and, like, we just decided to, like, go to sleep. That was dumb. Right. It was, like, 2 or 3, some shit like that. And so, we were, like, all right, yeah, you know, y'all boys, you know, like, come and get me. And, like, I guess they, like, got... Because at that point, that was when shit took it down here slow. Because at that point, I was like, nigga, like, always on time, blah, 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 I guess. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, shit, this nigga got to be, you know, he normally would have woke us up. You know, he probably is already there. Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I wake up, bro. Mind you, you know, phone blown phone up. going off. Where you at? Where you at? I woke up. And, like, you know, you'd be like, damn, I, like, slept real good. <laughs> it was probably, like, it's a good ass sleep, in the afternoon man. sometimes. Like, fuck. I feel like a new man. And then, so, I'm like. Yeah, I always miss calls from my coach or whatever. And then like I hit up my like my team and I was supposed to wake me up, bro. And I was like, bro, I'm not on the bus. And he was like, You not? What? I was like, what? <laughs> Nigga? Oh, 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 damn. Oh, damn. I was like, damn. And then <laughs> like, so yeah, bro. I had to try to make some phone calls, whatever, whatever. I had to call the coach back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh I walked into the to the locker or to the weight room. The strength and coach was like, You you still here? I was like, Oh man. So a little shit like that, but that's yeah. that's that's just how shit kind of you know what I'm saying started yeah, off played out. Um, and then what else? 
So, yeah, so basically, you know what I'm saying, freshman year, like, I was still kind of, you know what I'm saying, doing my thing, whatever, and, you know, have fun, whatever. Basically, I was, like, you know, fucking up. But then when the new coach came, you know what I'm saying, I, I was, like, doing everything right, I felt. And, like, Fun I was still getting shitted on. Doing, doing anything, like, stuff like that. But then, like, I did, like, pull my hamstring, like, during the spring. And, like, I didn't really get to, like, I guess show him, I guess, like, earn my keep, I yeah, guess, in yeah, his yeah. eyes. So, like, from there, I was kind of getting, like, I felt kind of, like, blackballed or whatever. Because, like, the whole time, you know, it's, it's, it's all about, like, you can't make the club in the tub. Yeah, if y'all know what that point. means. Like, you can't. If you not play, or if you can't stay healthy, then you can't yeah. play. Yeah. Well, LeBron said your best ability is your availability. Yeah. So I was getting hit with that. And so going through the spring, it was kind of like tough, you know, whatever, whatever. And then once we went 1-10, I was just like, bro, like, we went through all that for nothing. And then mainly I was just like, bro, but that time, I think it felt like, I guess a slave. I don't know, because, like, because you know sometimes, like, you got to change your major, too, to make sure that your availability is right. Yeah. So at that point I was like, bro, I'm not finna do all this, you know what I'm saying? Change my change major, major, change all this up for no playing to, time, and then and we losing, yeah. And it's like, hey, what's the benefit? And it's like, plus, like, you know, what I'm saying nobody really finna make it to the league, or at least I felt I wasn't. So I was yeah. like, I yeah. might as well just like I'm not going to NFL off this, yeah. yeah. So then like I transferred, and I thought it was the best decision I made. You know, what I'm saying I've been yeah. up ever since. Yeah, so, yeah. So I mean, so, FAU so, like, was like way, yeah, FAU was like. The quality of life down there is like totally different, bro. Boca alone. Man. Yeah, I mean that's just Boca's a Boca's a whole fucking vibe. Like that's why I want to retire. I'd be Not happy if I retire. It's a Boca Raton stands for. Yeah. What's it called? And it's funny. Seriously? Yeah. And why? Mouth of the rat. It's crazy because like it's known for like having a lot of like you know what I'm saying money. Jewish people. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Jewish people basically. So it's kind of like yeah. Yeah, it's all money very... in America. It's Jewish people. Boca Raton. Yo, so what I want to talk about, which you've talked about before outside of this, crypto. Uh, how'd you get into it? Because I know, like, for me personally, like, you hear you hear so much good about it. You hear people, oh, I made this much of crypto. You hear people, oh, I put in this and it's something I know about and then lost all this. Like, mm-hmm. you, hear, you hear so much good and so much bad. Not many people can give you a real definition of what it is. People right. have a hard time explaining it. People, but they're just like, like a lot of people really don't know what it is exactly. Yeah. You know? So, like, how, yeah. how, how'd you, like, get into that stuff? And, like, you know, I know you still do it all the time and stuff. So, like, like talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so I got into it, I want to say, the, like, spring of 2017, all right, before, like, Bitcoin, like, popped that fall. That big pop. And so, basically, how I got into it was, so, er, like, late 2016, I just started, like, hearing about Forex, getting into that. Yeah. Um, my grandfather passed, um, that spring as well. I think it was, um, it was in March and he ended up having like, uh, I think a life insurance plan or whatever. And so he ended up leaving me like 10 K. Okay. So yeah, I was like, Oh, I didn't see that shit coming at all. So then I was like looking up shit, you know what I'm saying? What to invest in, whatever, whatever. And one of the guys that I was following that, um, was kind of into Forex, but he was really just like, you know, network marketing. Mm-hmm. He basically explained like how he made his first mill or whatever. And he basically made like an Instagram story, like talking about the different shit or whatever. And one of the pieces of the story was uh, crypto. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, shit, why not? So I like looked into it, whatever, whatever. I downloaded Coinbase. And at that time, I saw Bitcoin was at $1,000. So I was like, all right. 
you know? She yeah, was just looking at my Yeah. And then, like, as I was looking at it, the shit was, like, going up. So, like, by the time, like, so at one point, the shit was, like, it went from 1K to, like, 1,500 to 2K, then back down to, like. Pretty volatile. Yeah, but it was, like, overall, shit was going overall, up. trending upwards. So, I fucked around and bought one, and then I bought some Litecoin, Ethereum, and then I ended up buying, like, I, like another half of a Bitcoin. So altogether, I had like one and a half Bitcoins. Um, I think maybe like six Ethereum and like maybe 11 Litecoins. And so obviously, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know what happened that year. Right. Stupid. Yeah. So yeah. I was just in that bitch like happy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. out, got to get out time immediately. No, nah, I was kind of hoping because like by that time, I was like still doing more research. And so I saw that, you know, basically, what basically it was primed to be like anti like uh deflationary or anti anti inflationary so basically like deflationary yeah. and then to be like a real true like store of value so basically like it would reward savers yeah. because there's only like a fixed amount of them i think there's only 21 million of them yeah. and then at that time they realized that obviously like since it started since it was created back in 2008 people that initially got in by the time, you know what I'm saying, it was 2017, they might have already sold it all or, like, yeah. lost it. You know what I'm saying? So somebody lost, like, I think maybe, like, $4 million. So, like, really there's even less than $21 million that were actually, like, feasible to have. So that would make it even more valuable. So I was like, bet, let me try to, like, hold it out. So I, so basically, like, I cashed out on the Ethereum and Litecoin and then... Long story short, that half of Bitcoin, I ended up like losing that bitch to like, kind of like a scam in a sense. Oh, it was man, almost like a, shit. it wasn't BitConnect type of, it was like, it wasn't BitConnect, but it was something similar to that. Okay. So I was what like, damn. I don't know what that is. Uh, basically, like the whole scam is that you buy, you know what I'm saying? You buy a Bitcoin and then you exchange it for one of their BitConnect tokens. Meanwhile, the Bitcoin is actually worth something. And then Bitcoin the Bitcoin token, token isn't worth worthless. anything. So it was almost like a cash out, but like indirect. A fake cash out. Yeah. yeah like and so what mine out. was, mine was like, it was called like US side tech. And what they would do, they would be like, okay, you loan us uh, however much Bitcoin and we'll grow it by 100% after so many days. Because mm-hmm. basically they would say like they would mine it for yeah. you. Yeah. And you need like hella servers and power. My, I know mining Bitcoin is like a whole other thing, which is hard to do. Yeah. So it was like, a, it was basically like a mining company that said like you would loan yeah. them your Bitcoin, they would mine it back and double it for you. So when that shit came, like basically when that, when like my little time was up, there was already like regulations, blah, blah, blah. And I guess like that shit like was just gone. I was like, fuck. Yeah, hurt. But, um, so from there I still had like, so when Bitcoin hit 20K, I still had like all my shit. Yeah. So like I basically cashed out, but then like, it was like a euphoric roller coaster. Cause like after seeing it, you know, jump from like $1,000 to like 20, it was kind of like, well, fuck. I mean, I might as well keep it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. hold it out what now. And so, as the shit kept going down and down, by that time, like, I was already, like, trading Forex. So, like, I kind of was doing straight, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to quit my job. So, once shit started going down, I was like, damn, I had to, like, start trying to, like, you know what I'm saying, sell yeah. my shit, whatever, whatever. And so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But ever since then, I mean, I've been up ever since. I mean, like, I still... You've still been positive ever since in the forest. Yeah, because I mean, like, if I bought it at 1000 like, even now, they say it's, like, dumping, it's only, it's still at $6,000. Yeah. So, like, for example, So, like, you still have that one Bitcoin? Nah, I, I, I transferred it. it into, um, 
some altcoins like XRP and like a couple of like smaller ones that as far as because what we're looking at, what we're looking at now is it's more about percent gains than actual, you know, prices, the actual cash value or dollar amount. So this went up 300 percent. It may not have been as much because it's not worth as much, but the percent gain is much more than something else. basically. Yeah. So, you know, what I'm saying so right now. Say if you were to buy one Bitcoin for six thousand dollars, say the next top at the next bull run is you know uh, twenty seven to thirty thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying that's you know that's a lot of percent. But imagine putting that same you know six thousand dollars into a coin that's worth you know twenty to a dollar, and it goes up to you know what I'm saying a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's more of a percent gain. You've made more money. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so is that what crypto is? Is crypto like all the various coins and just is that what is that what not not crypto is that what forex is I'm sorry is that what forex does is that well, forex is foreign exchange trading right yeah yeah so, but doesn't that involve crypto and shit too or um only reason why it would involve it is because when you're um trading currencies or you know what I'm saying trading in general you're, you're margin trading so what you're doing you're, you're uh spread betting mm-hmm. so when you spread bet you don't care which way it goes you're just calling seller buy oh, you know what I'm saying right. so like with forex, you're basically doing the same thing with like real life, you know, economies, money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you know one euro is worth um, one American dollar and sixty cents, and you feel that you know this week maybe because of you know Trump's impeachment or whatever or whatever news is coming out, down or up. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you be you basically like base your trades off of that. You know what I'm saying? But you got high leverage. Yeah. So. Um, that's how people make money off of that. Uh, yeah. Like right. now, like a prime example would be like now as far as our dollar amount or like uh, how the dollar fluctuates so much because of the trade de- trade deals with China. Mm-hmm. Like those, if you were able to predict those or like paid attention to those whenever it dipped or mm-hmm. especially now with the impeachment, the dollar would probably dip a little bit more. That would be a great time to buy because it's always going to come back up. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Americans like economy it's yeah. always it always appreciates we owe a lot of money and then, it always appreciates yeah. though oh, at the end of the though. day but that's yeah, just man. insane that, i remember one a- of my homies hit me up about it uh forex trading um when i was in england but i was just more focused on trying to trade the pound but i never or uh the cable is what it's called like the dollar in the uh in the pound yeah but i never really got into it because i started going to school at the same time so like <laughs> I always wish I did. You really got to invest time in that shit to learn, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like it's definitely, I mean, it's more of a thing where you just can't be, you know, I feel like you just can't be afraid to suck at something and yeah. then that sucking end up costing you money. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah, definitely but, a tough but you, feeling. You got to like, take that dive sometimes to, to that learn. Shit definitely hurts your stomach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're waking up, your shit blown, or you just lose, like, say you might make, like, there'll be times where, like, last week, um, I made like six hundred and like forty dollars or whatever, and then like I end up like losing, well profit. So I made like six hundred and forty-seven dollars in profit, and then like Friday I took a trade on gold, and that bitch like I basically like over leveraged, cause like that bitch kept going up, and I kept thinking it was going down, so I just kept like adding positions to it, so I ended up losing like five hundred dollars in my profit. Oh, so I was like, whatever. But I mean, that's just how at that point, that, after a while, it just comes game, like whatever. Yeah. It's like gambling. That, that's like, part of it, though. That's part of it. You get up yeah. some, you go down some, you get up. As long as you stay up yeah. more than you go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so, the point. But, you know, you got to play that game. Yeah. And then also, I mean, with that, I feel like it also like helps me understand like crypto as well. Because eventually that's what 
really everything is going to be like uh, valued in. Because, I mean, when we look at, like, currencies right now, it's all fiat currencies. I mean, it's just paper money, you know, backed by uh, trust in our governments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, really, the dollar outside of, you know, guns is really just, you know what I'm saying, backed by guns compared to everybody else. Because, totally. like, all we are, you know what I'm saying, we're the, we're the only country that has the leverage of being the world, re- the world reserve currency in our own currency. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So, if you look at countries like... Um, Venezuela, um, you know, maybe the countries in, you know, Africa, like, you know, our money is worth way more than their money, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so what will happen to them? Like, they'll feel hella, you know, inflation, you know what I'm saying? So, like, their currencies aren't really worth anything at all, so they'll try yeah. to dump it into, you know, whatever safe haven they can. And so as people realize that, you know, we lose trust in the dollar, they want to get off that shit. But, you, you know, you don't just want to go from, you know, paper money to paper money that's basically all it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the value of the dollar is compared to the value of the pound or the value of the euro, which right. is altogether backed by nothing. Yeah. Cause before it used to be backed by gold, which actually has some type of value. But yeah. now that we're off of that, it's kind of just like, it's all fluff. Yeah. Just yeah. like so, the stock market. It, yeah, exactly. All fluff. It's all valuations, but what are they really based on? There's no, there's no baseline really. Right. And so, you know, when we saw that in 2008 with the like financial crisis, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, like there was the bubbles yeah. and, They'll never, you know what I'm saying, they'll always bail out the institutions instead yeah. of the people. So, like, we'll never see the money, you know, like 90% own or 10% own 90% of the stock market. So, mm-hmm. people say the economy's doing good because of the stock market, but like, me, you. We're not really seeing we're, it. We're not yeah. banking off it. Nobody's really banking off it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, it's doing good, but. And then, even not on t- really to us. Yeah, even on know? top of that, like, me and my pops, we talk about it all the time. Like, real world examples, like, we always talk about, like, in the real world example, like especially in Dallas, like think about all the houses or like townhomes they have built up, like gentrification in East Dallas and everything, but they're all priced at like six hundred thousand. We're like, who's making the money to want to live here? Exactly. Like older people don't want to live right in the city, you know what I'm saying? But the only people who want to live here are people like our age. What people our age are really making that money, right? You know, to be able to afford that. And so, that, that's, like, but the thing is, when they build it up, like, so, so, like it, the inflation is crazy. No, but it's inflated because they assume everybody's making this crazy money. But but eventually what happens is because uh, this is super crazy it's super rampant in Tampa right now it's kind of like I see the same thing here people they they push people out who can't afford it they push them out further and further and further they make these areas nicer and nicer and nicer hold them to this property just leave that crazy inflated price that no one can buy eventually they'll come down a couple hundred thousand but they're still making a crazy over hundred percent profit on these places just because eventually it becomes a, a hot place to live where it it draws in people. It's like you, you know, keep the price up just enough to get everybody to push out. It, exactly. That's exactly it. And, that, and that's kind of what gentrification is in a nutshell. You know what I would do if I was Hispanic, especially in Texas? Because the way it trends on every, in every neighborhood. Hold on. Hold whites, on if you can. Rural whites to blacks to Hispanics. And then they, re, then they gentrify. Hold if on I was Hispanic, I would hold on to that property like it was my life. Yeah. But a lot of times well, they, they, they'll come to like your door and say, hey, I got 80 grand in cash for this property. That's probably yeah. worth way more than that, but... They never seen that much cash before in their life. One hundred percent. It's Double hard to say no to money, cash in your money. Sign the title face. over. Yeah. Boom, it's done. Like quick, right there on the spot. It's hard to say. So not the matter right now. So I give you eighty grand. It's hard to say no to. You know what I mean? How much Especially money? Cash. How much money would it take for someone to like sell your whole like life, your house, your your all your belongings? Like yo, you gonna come work? You gonna come work for me? Like from now on? What, am I, doing, what am I doing for work? I don't know. That's the uncertainty. I mean, how much? 
you, I, I'm, it's not even a price. So I'm not gonna do. I, I, I don't. Finna, yeah, I don't know what a, I'm that, doing. That's an indentured servant. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's, or, that's what I wanted to hear. Depends what kind of life you live in too. This kid would have been like shit. Twenty dollars. The numbers right. Depends what I'm doing. <laughs> I think I about it. If I'm over there chilling, every once in a while I gotta wash a few cars. I do that shit. Get to party a little bit. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Fuck all Fuck that. that shit. Fuck it. Bro, nah, that shit. No, it's too much for me, man. Cause then, yeah. you know, also when you when you look at it, you know what I'm saying, it's like really, all right, so since it's really just paper money, you know what I'm saying, it just has to eventually go down to its intrinsic value, which is zero, because paper is not worth anything. Yeah, it literally. costs the same amount of money to, you know, print a $1 bill as it does a $100 bill. So, like, that's why, you know, inflation is crazy as well, just because it got to catch up to zero. So, like, they say inflation is 3% a year. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody, you know, if you're trying to get 8% return a year, you really got to get, you know, 3% more, more than 8%. You know what I'm get, saying? Yeah. Right. So, with that, even if somebody knocked on my door right now and was like, hey, I'll give you, you know, $1 million for where you're staying at now. You know what I'm saying? It's like that That paper money is not worth anything, but my actual land is. Yeah, where right. you're staying is. You know what I'm saying? So, like, people kind of fall for that. Yeah, for sure. Plus, it's like all the land and, like, most shit we buy is off credit anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, credit isn't real. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you can't pay off the debts because the money that you borrowed didn't exist in the first place. Yeah, that's like people getting credit card debt right there. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, when it comes to, like, the debt, there there is no, like, there's not enough money in circulation to pay off the interest on the debt alone. Mm. So, like, that's why I like crypto, because, like, eventually something's got to give. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about credit, like, like microfinancing as far as, like, your own credit? Like, do you do you hold credit cards or do you try to stay away from it? Uh, no, I, I hold, I hold um, I have, like, I have three credit cards, mm-hmm. maybe four. But my whole thing is just, like, playing the game. You know what I'm saying? It's playing it smart. You got to use it to your advantage and don't get, you know, don't get caught up in it. Because a lot of people get caught up in it very easily. You know, you hear it all the time. I mean, but for people who are actually conscious of the actual situation, I mean, we can honestly say that so many people just aren't aware of the things, half of the things, majority of things that you just mentioned. Yeah. So, like, as far as, like, advice of playing the game smart, like, what are some things that you take? Um, Shit, I just don't take the bait. No, no, no. <laughs> That's it. End of the podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Drop some mic. <laughs> but no, nah, it's just definitely just being. I drop these damn mics. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I mean, I feel like for that, it's just more just about being like self educated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like educating yourself and just having like a long term goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wrote like, you know what I'm saying, a $10 million check to myself for like 2026. So. From there, it's kind of like, what can I do in the long term to like, what moves can I make to kind of get around that area? Yeah, short term goals against the long term. And so knowing that, it's like, well, how does the system work? How does my money work? You know what I'm saying? Like for, you know, basically if cash is dead, you know what I'm saying? I kind of want credit in a sense, like, because the bank's trying they'll, to get rid of They'll take whatever's worth, yeah. worth at the time. You know, the bank will just take, whether it's not cash, they'll take Bitcoin if that becomes what it is, you know? Yeah. That, yeah. But also, you know what I'm saying, banks need to make money. They know cash is bullshit, so, like, they're always trying to sell money. So if I got good credit, they'll lend me a million dollars hoping that they can get at least, you know, 10% off of that. Yeah. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when you look at a house or, you know, a car, 
a car dealership basically owned to the like a car dealership just makes money for the bank because all they have on their lot is debt. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying. Uh, a real estate agent or you know what I'm saying a little home buyer association, all they have is debt. You know what I'm saying they're trying to sell to really make money. Right. So once you realize that, it's like if I have good credit, they're gonna just give me my money. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Yeah. So like if I just have good credit, I could get like a private loan for whatever to buy property. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I won't have to pay taxes because, you know what I'm saying, it's like lend, it's lending money. That so money. Like, that's what like Trump does. That's what like Robert Kiyosaki does. And like people like that's so where it's like, damn, they don't got to pay taxes because, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. They, they utilize that to get richer. Yeah. That's actually the quote I heard from Kawasaki is like, I'm actually using debt to get richer. Yeah. And that's, I'm pretty sure that's the principle that he was talking about. And that's what companies do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that's why stock market is so inflated and stuff like that. Because I mean, if you're getting free money from you know the central banks and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? Like all that money, all that bailout money, whatever, whatever, is going to them, not their employees. Yeah. Right. So yeah. No, it makes sense. It does. It's just how do you all right, it's so how do you get to, game, really. how do you get to the point? How do you get to the point? Cause I got to the point, but I'd say mainly from my pops, like he, where I actually have really good credit now, and I feel like without him, I would have no idea how to get there. Like, what do you say? Like, you credit a lot of that to your family or your pops, or would you say like you had pretty good steps to get to good credit? Um, I mean, I don't even really say like my pops necessarily told me how. I feel like it was just like just being a student and just like researching the right people to listen to, you know, reading the right books. And, um, I mean, it's never too late. You know what I'm saying? There's enough people that'll, you know, help you with, um, your credit. It's just about being disciplined. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's more of the thing that really, it all takes like discipline. Just knowing that like, you know, there's no real quick fix to your situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it all takes consistency. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I heard, Don't you fucking say it. <laughs> See, oh I, I didn't God. have to. He said it for me. I heard like two things. It's like uh, you choose your habits or you make your habits and your habits make, make you. you. Yep. And then um, the chains of habit are too weak to be felt until they're too strong to be broken. See, but that's like, that's the basis of all of this shit, though. Because, I mean, think of the reason why everything always has a pendulum swing. And like in any scenario, whether the government, whether... Uh, just any societal like swings. It's all because the habits are so deeply rooted. The only way to break them is by like some type of catastrophe. You can't. Habits are the hardest thing to change. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the one thing that has to change in order for there to be like progress. Yeah, they say after the age of like twenty five, it takes trauma to um, for an adult to uh, you know what I'm saying to change. And I mean, I feel like you know what I'm saying. That's the best example. Like when we really look at like natural, like you know, societal catastrophes and stuff like that, it'll have to be, it'll have to take like a mass shooting or like mm-hmm. a bombing. You know, what I'm saying to really get people like up in arms. Yeah. And so I feel like to an extent, if they know that, you know, what I'm saying if somebody knows that, I feel like they can probably try to like, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, use that to their advantage. I feel like one thing people do. Here's my theory. So I think people who are in power now. They go to extreme means to make sure that we're desensitized to majority of trauma through like the things we see so that we don't change. So if we do see a mass shooting or we do see another whatever, we're not motivated to change still. We still live in their system. You think that's a part of, I'm just playing, I'm not saying you're wrong here, but you think that's a part of like 
an agenda by like people in power, or you think that's just the way our world is because we're so media absorbed? Like we absorb so much media at, at so much. Like uh, every, you got our phone, you got news, you got radio, you got yeah. people texting, you got like you know so much being thrown at you as far as exposure to what is going on. You think that's an agenda being pushed, like? Or like, hey, this shit really happened, like, as more, or just more being informative. Well, I think it's actually two sides of that coin, though, because I mean, when you look at it from like a stoic philosophy, you see, like, the the the, the developments of media is just is, right? It just happens. Like, obviously, the media, like, we all have access to all types of media now. Yeah. That's just the way it is. You can look at it one positive way that we all have access to, so we can actually see everything that's going on and take action, or you can see the negative side of it that. We see so much of it that it doesn't even affect us anymore. So it's just desensitizing, you know? So it all depends on who's in power to really take that upon their hands to say, well, because if you think about it, if you're already in power, the one thing you don't want to do is lose that power. Yeah. Because in your mind, you still can be the good guy with that power but versus anybody else in power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, I feel like with that, I also feel that, you know, power is more so in systems and symbols right. more than, you know, than yeah, than more than you think because I mean like once you join, <clears throat> you know, a group, any group, you know what I'm saying, organization, whatever, political party, whatever, you think alike, you know, yeah. to the norms of that, you know, the common right? objectives. So, I mean, you could start off, you know, more so like an individual or kind of like with certain thoughts but then get swayed because, you know, peer pressure, things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you could, you see tons of times where people probably have, like, you know, the purest of intentions, you know what I'm saying? But that's not the nature of the job, you know what I'm saying? Maybe mm-hmm. with, like, uh, could even be with, you know, a teacher, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Postman, you know, whatever, police officer, you know, babysitter, whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But just the nature of the job itself and kind of, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's almost like, uh, y'all seen The Matrix, right? Yeah. 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 It I always comes back to The Matrix, man. Great movie. It always I, comes back to The Matrix. I forgot the so dude's name, bro. The nigga with the glasses. You yeah. know no, 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 the bad guy. Oh, uh, Mr. Mr. Smith? Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith. No, Mr. Mr. Anderson? No. It could have been Mr. Anderson. I don't remember. Mr. Smith? Mr. Anderson? No, Neo's Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. That's Neo. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> it might be Mr. Smith. <laughs> it might be Mr. Smith. But anyway... Basically, that's what I'm saying. Like, Mr. Smith is kind of like a, uh, it could just be like a metaphor for, you know what I'm saying, just like that massive, just like the, the normal thought, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I could become Mr. Anderson or Mr. Smith, you know what I'm saying? You become Mr. Smith, you know what I'm saying? Based yeah. off of like, if, if somebody were to say that, <clears throat> you know, um, I don't know, like Santa Claus isn't real when you're legit. And the whole class is like, what? Santa Claus is real. They yeah. all became Mr. Smith right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So yeah. they're keeping, you know what I'm saying, the shit kind of going. Because it's like, a, you know. Thing. Yeah. Like, more of like a, like like a like belief. A group thing, like a group thing type, type mentality. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's always powers and numbers in that aspect, too. Mm-hmm. What's that? Ailey uh, told me a Japanese philosophy. Not a philosophy, but it's a saying. It's like, all, all nails that stick out eventually get hammered down. But that's just basically saying like how the power of like societal thinking or crowdsourcing, now that crowdsourcing now, yeah. yeah, always kind of like brings you back inside the bell curve. Yeah. But that's like, especially in Japan, since they're so respectful of like the actual culture yeah. there. So everybody's kind of like the same. Mm-hmm. But that's, I feel like that's very similar to what you're saying with the Mr. Anderson's kind of bringing uh, whoever's not in the Matrix back into it, I guess. So and that was the whole point of the Matrix. Like they didn't want, they, 
it was like anyone outside of the system wasn't supposed to be there. Like they all, everything was supposed to stay within like that little system. Like, I don't know if y'all last time y'all watched the Matrix, but I watched them recently. It's been a minute. Uh, yeah, it's it was been like a minute. A, like everyone in the world was just like living in this big farm for like these robots, and the robots were like like society. Mister Smith trying to keep everything within like the yeah. farm. So anything outside, like Neil was like a glitch or outside the programs where he like Morpheus and that whole like resistance group. Yeah. And also it's on Netflix, y'all should watch it soon. Yeah, they're coming out with a fourth one too. It's coming out on the same day as John Wick Four as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh also, yeah, shit about that shit was weird to me, like at the end though, because like um Neo was surprisingly a false prophet that just kept the shit going once he hit the end. Yeah. So it was just like a self proclaimed like fault. I don't know. I was just like, damn, like yeah, I'm not sure. It's a lot to digest. Yeah. It's a whole lot to Watch digest. Watch those movies next time you get a chance. I tried last time. I fell asleep. They're on Netflix. Man. You fall asleep every, in every movie. Nah, because I be high, man. It's just. You fall asleep in every <laughs> fucking movie. We went to the new Avengers, and this man fell asleep. Do you like the Avengers movies? Are you a fan of those movies? I do, but I'm not going to lie. I can, I can maybe see how you fell asleep what? at some point. But hey, the keep, in mind, keep in mind, I ain't seen none but the last one. Oh, that's so disrespectful. I that's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. You, didn't even like, put, you didn't even look at it before the. I looked on like wiki, but uh, you're an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. I the thing is, I would have went by myself. I enjoy going to the movie by my, like I enjoy going to movies by myself. You up yeah, with, with no one to talk to and shit like that way, I can just like. Bruh, he wouldn't even he he wouldn't even know what you were talking about. He wouldn't I even know the references. He could have easily said nah. But I know I've the characters never, at least. Like, everybody know the characters. He could have very easily said yeah. nah, Ryan. I'm good. I don't like. I haven't seen the movie. I, I was like, trying to be ooh, a good friend. Ooh, yeah. all that shit. Like, nah, Ryan, don't go by yourself. You know what? I, I, got got you. I will go to movies by myself. This nigga was sleep. <laughs> he called me snoring. This nigga was knocked out. I was in their hype. Like <laughs> I got the same. Ah, I got go. the same mediation tactic. Every time someone catch me sleeping, I'll be like. What? What you talking about, man? I've been away. I was. I've been waking the whole time, bro. It's like, I can get right into a conversation right after being asleep every single time. Bro. But now, nah, speaking of movies, what other movies have y'all seen lately, bro? I seen uh, one that I thought was really what good. Movie? Waves. I haven't seen it. No, y'all haven't. Seen it. It's got that. Um, fuck. His name is Sterling. Uh, I can't remember his last name. This is like a pretty pretty prominent black actor. He always he's like older oh, dude. I gotta show you a picture. Sterling um, something. That one girl from Euphoria is in it. The Hispanic one. girl. She's bad. Zendaya. Yeah, oh, like get out. The, not yeah. Zendaya. The Spanish joint. Nah, I don't the know Spanish her name. One. She was dating the jock I think guy. her name, Alexis. Yeah, she was nah, dating, not bad. the black guy. She was dating the, uh, the yeah, crazy like, jock yeah, dude. The, crazy white boy. Yeah. Everybody know a guy like that. She was bad. Yo, that, that show was wild. Euphoria. Yeah. That show was tough. I need them to come up with another season. Yeah. But nah. I, I'm pretty sure they got green lighted for a new season. They're going to make one. I wouldn't be surprised. It was too good a review. Did you hear the story about the drug dealer kid, how he got that role? How? He literally was like walking down the street. And they were doing casting for it. Went in, never acted a day in his life, and got that role. Like he just it's, went in, and then he got a call back, and they, they were like, "Hey, uh, you got the role. Do you want to come out of California?" He's like, "Man," and he like hung up on the lady. And they called back. She's like, "No, like this is the casting director from Euphoria, the show you went into for," and he got the role. That's mad Man. random. Because that's crazy. It, it was like a super random story about how he got. The, uh, the role for that, which is dope, because I thought he did a great job. Yeah, and like, the funny, the greatest thing about it is that like he didn't seem like he was like practicing. Yeah, he seemed way too natural. Like he was acting at all. He looked like yeah. he was being way too natural, and I feel like that's honestly the best way to act. Yeah, but I mean like the best way to do it is to get a nigga who really is like that. You know, yeah. what I mean? acting is so interesting to me because as I've talked about this before, I've told you this. I watch a lot of like interviews. Like I enjoy like interview shows. And stuff I love like that. interviews. Like, I watch like, hot ones and just like random interviews. And John Boyega, the black guy from Star Wars. 
Okay. Okay. So he got an English accent, right? Yeah, he's straight up, like straight from straight from over the pond, bruv. That bruv. was horrible, bruv. <laughs> hey, have you heard? Have you heard a uh, an English accent say aluminum? Aluminum. Aluminium. Aluminium. I lived in what? England for a year. That's oh, okay. I'm gonna say the fuck y'all saying. Aluminium. Aluminium. Uh, what's Aluminium. another one they say? Goddamn. They say some wild shit. I'm like, not, excuse me. Like, he's from a big acting school, and it's so weird to me that people really go to like for the small number of people that are actually successful actors who do well in like the genre of acting, whether it be like in classical sense, like in theater or the Broadway type, to like movies, television. That's a small number of people because everybody knows, like, I'm 10 people trying to be fucking actors and, like, yeah, they suck. I can probably name 10 yeah. on top of my head yeah, right now. Yeah, but, like, the fact that there are, like, schools dedicated to this that put people out and, like, you go to school. He was, like, been at this school since, like, a teenager. Yeah. And yeah. I guess this school, like, in the like in the last couple years has put out, like, a lot of, like, big-time actors like him and, like, a bunch of people. I don't know the people they were naming, but, like, yeah. I looked at the movies, like, prominent movies. But, like, that shit's so interesting to be, be able to, like, become outside of yourself play a role so well to like connect to people who are watching this like he did phenomenal in Star Wars John Boyega like he's a phenomenal stormtrooper uh what else is what else did I just watch that he was in that he did a great job in but like shit like that like Michael B. Jordan who went to acting school like it's like people go to acting school it's like it's it's interesting to me that at such a young age you're able to go to a school yeah learn to act Mm -hmm. and then apply it success like because what if you fail you just be a fucker. You fuck put up. all your ba- eggs in one like basket. Because you, like you, you got to move to New York or LA, right? New York, LA, Chicago, if you're an American, right? Yeah. yeah. Those are like where the big acting places are. What if you like, I'm your actor, you start young, because that seems like the best way to do it, do you right? Think, you would want to start young and like train. Here's a yeah. quick question. You know, do you percentage think that, well, I, don't know, I don't know the percentages, but like the percentage of actors who've trained compared to who just like random pickups. Yeah. yeah. It's a. It's a small. That's I'm sure about to say the, the, the random stories is are way lower than the yeah. actors. So you trained your whole life it. and then just, hey, man. You're not that good at acting. Then what? Because you've been you know acting what? your whole... You know what I'm saying? But you like, know what I actually think... Actually, here's the other adverse of what I think of that. I think if you put your whole life into something, you're going to find a route that you can thrive in. Also, you're, I've made us some really nasty shots. He's probably not going to be hit. I'm not, I'm not drinking that shit. It's a uh, shot. Oh, you mean, did you at least put, you put some lemon in there? Yeah, I put some lime in there. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm about to say, I don't trust shit, you. Because the last shot you made was booty. That's that dirty shot. No, it's not dirty. last shot you made tastes like ass water. But uh, let it happen. Before we get off track, I just want to say uh, all that mattered before the internet. Niggas ain't got to go to no goddamn acting school their whole life. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is true, though. So, like, so everybody true. who getting on right now, they just making yeah. YouTube videos and they own shit. Landscape has changed. It wasn't that bad. And it's cheaper. The internet changed the fucking game. And that's YouTube, like... That's why it's going to change money. <laughs> but you know it what? It all I comes see- back to money. <laughs> but you know what? Bitcoin. Honestly, <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, the internet changed the way people receive information, though. So that like receive, you didn't have to go to there. acting school. You can actually just watch. You can learn to act acting videos. Yeah. If I want to learn something right now, the first thing I'm going to do is go online. I'm going to look it. up ten articles. You YouTube it. I'm going to find. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch TED Talks first. And then I'm gonna go find articles that written by the people, hey, the actual people. You know what's the beauty of that? See how this shit evolved, bro? We used to go from just, you know what I'm saying, going on the internet to, to read books, you know what I'm saying? Now you can watch a YouTube video of somebody breaking down the book. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all that's, getting that's the process is easier for you. That's yeah. how I feel. Why read? And like, honestly, I, I'm, I'm still at the point where I'm trying to read more, but I, I'm, I'm having a hard time I'm trying to. through my book over there. Uh, oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. In my mind, in my mind, it's like, why read the book if you can you get listen to a podcast of the dude who wrote the book yeah. break it down? 
Neil deGrasse you know Tyson's a fucking man, by the way. Yeah, no, he's, I love he's that guy. the GOAT. No, I definitely use that. Like, so that whole thing. So at one point, um, I'll say earlier this year, I was reading like two books a month. Damn. But like, it's impressive. Yeah, I know, right? I wish I could still do it. <laughs> <laughs> but because, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like listening to different songs. So, like, in the car, I just be listening to, like, you know what I'm saying, a, a book. book. Oh, yeah. so you audiobooked it. Yeah, audiobook. Yeah. And then I actually, like, read a physical book. Because yeah. then it'd be like, if I read, like, 25 pages a day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit, if the book's like blow 20, by. Yeah. So. That's pretty smooth. What books did you read? Or would you say, like, what were some books that stood out to you the most? Did that have to be your favorite? Just, like, one that you like, yeah, this one was, like, really, I got yeah. some really good shit from it. Oh, I don't want to say the names wrong. You I got, got a like, list. Yeah. My man's got a list down of all the books he's read. Or at least that I'm, I like, keep a list. I ain't put a dent in that shit, though. Y'all know one book that I actually did read that I think everybody should, especially men, The 48 Laws of Power. I have that book. Have you read it yet? I've read no, pieces of it. It's a great, it's a great, all right, so first off, it's written, like, the way it's written, it sounds, like, very conniving. Like, it's, like, telling you kind of how. How to come up. But, but it's, like, like how to, like, but it, you, you look at these laws and you're, like, wait, this shit dirty. Like, fuck, yeah. these niggas is wilding. But I feel like the best thing you can get out of it is look at it from a perspective of, like how people will try to get over on you, so you yeah. understand how people play. You understand over, yeah. how people will play the game. Yeah, you always be a step ahead of people. I found the list, bro. I realized that I, I kept scrolling by that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> what would you say? <clears throat> clear, that, clear that throat. No, um, I like the uh, the power of the subconscious mind. Um, I like one of the ones I liked for sure was um, Psycho Cybernetics by uh, Maxwell Maltz, and what made me read that book was. We have notes there for each book too, huh? A little, it's just a long list, low oh, key. I but you're going through notes for each book. This nigga look official. Nah, but I, but I will. Read man, read man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I don't remember the name of the book, bro. Oh uh, no, I don't have it. Oh, another one was good. Is uh, Never Split the Difference. It's basically like a negotiating I've, book. Uh, I've heard of that by book. Chris Voss. That, that was good. Um, let's see. I read or I listened to an audio book of. Um, Art of the Deal. Um, Didn't one of the Shark Tank guys write that book? Who wrote that book? No, it was actually Donald Trump. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. You gonna be on the Shark Tank? Nigga made a lot of money in his life. He was an asshole about it, but he made a lot of money. I feel like he just strategized perfectly, man. He also had a great start too, you know. Yeah. Life's a lot easier when your dad gives you a small loan of a million dollars. Well, plus twice. he had like he definitely <laughs> every, had twice. It if every if every if every black father had a life insurance policy, then that could that can give their kid. Oh, my dad got one. Uh, my dad was get like, give a million dollars once they die. I guess I don't know the like. The, What's that like twenty dollars a month? The full, whatever it is. But I guess if he, if my dad would have died before he retired, I guess he would have. He would have got more money as a family than he would if he died like now. Yeah. And so like when he was getting close to retirement, he was like. That's when they moved up to. He said, "Well, <laughs> my dad was like, well. if y'all, if y'all mom do something to me, y'all know why. <laughs> she knows how much we get if I die now. <laughs> if, if, if something happens, y'all know why." And he's like, talk like in our family group chat. I shouldn't tell Ryan that he's gonna be with it. And then to my older brother Anthony, yeah. you know what happened if I go? Your mother and your brother plug. were conspired against me. <laughs> put a plug. Put a plug. I, I said, "You're damn right, mom." Start putting antifreeze in the OJ. <laughs> Kill this nigga. Antifreeze in the OJ. Oh, that's from an old movie. I don't know the name of the movie. It's from a really old movie where like uh, the wife was trying to kill the husband and she was putting antifreeze in his OJ. Jeez. Fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like also he had like hella experience with um his dad was like a uh 
contractor or something real like estate, that. Right? Yeah, so yeah. Like, he already had like hella experience in that. So I was yeah. like, yeah. he got a real good head start. Yeah, I mean, like, when it comes to when it comes to people that are like super successful in like a field like real estate, a lot I feel of like majority of them have a father or have like a, a someone above like ahead of them that figured out all the ropes. Like think of all the pro athletes who have dads or uncles or whatever that were in the in the league first, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or actors and actresses. I feel like, I feel like it's only right, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if shit, if we... Shit, if I was whatever. mega rich, I would make sure my son, like, it, this is the blueprint, nigga, like, here, don't fuck up. Well, put it like this, bro. If I was the first nigga to make fire, my kids damn sure gonna know how to make fire. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, like, you can't hate on them for it, like... But in the sense of a business profession, would you push that on your kids, or would you... Uh, I don't think I would push that said business on them. Like, let's say I was... The best, or made like the best computer maker, right? Mm-hmm. And I turned that into a huge computer making conglomerate. What I would do is I would say, "Hey, here's how I made this, and here's how I made it. What it is. You don't have to make that, but take the principles I use to grow it to what it is, and do, apply it to what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Put it like you this, know? bro. If you if you're good at something, bro, you ain't got to push it on to anybody. Like yeah. you, too, you already they'll gravitate towards it. Yeah, but if you somebody was like, "This was my childhood dream. Now I'm gonna push it on you." You know that's what I'm saying? Like, I think that's the way. biggest difference. Yeah. Like, obviously, I, we my all son's, my first son is doomed. Nah, that nigga bro. gonna play basketball. I'm not. Nigga, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not nigga, saying you I'm, gonna be good. I'm not gonna say yeah, like my choice. dad did it. Like I'm not hating him for anything, but I, he definitely like pushed basketball on me. But I never really loved basketball. And yeah. like, if it was up to me, like it would have ended immediately. After. All that, all that talent. Going I, see, that's <laughs> you know how many times I done heard that bullshit. Talent, Even from bro. my godfather, I got you a godfather named Uncle Mac, bro. He still know. talk about. Like, so you like still cool done, huh? Nigga. So you just done. Huh? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so you just done. Huh? Just, just done. And I'm like, yes, done, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. And that that's I feel like that made a big prince like a big priority for me to like not push any of my dreams like on my kid nope I'm gonna be that stereotypical I can't do father that, man. it's gonna be like loving basketball I'm gonna be beating that nigga up in the park he gonna, <laughs> be, gonna be like be Joe Jackson on there. doing baby push ups <laughs> I don't care but I will I will do drills to punish that nigga though yeah. he gonna be running nigga, hills to the sides give me 20 push ups little nigga <laughs> he'll bang them shits out and then he'll whoop your ass what you doing is you building this nigga up to whoop your ass I, I'm gonna be that like I, I already, I'm already headed down that road like eventually I'm just be an old swole nigga so he ain't gonna beat me up nah he ain't gonna be no old swole nigga your kids are gonna be swoller than you your joints ain't gonna last forever bro <laughs> I'm you just, already see what happened to your knees, nigga. I'm gonna do steroids, bro. Ster- I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I figured technology. That's gonna make you get older quicker. That's that's false, actually. Um, you say that until no, you do I, it, I, and I then mean, you walk can, around with no can, biceps. I can take you down the scientific route of what steroids do. It's not. You don't make me know get no older science. Yes, I, nigga. nigga. Yes, this is all. This is what I no do. Spanish. This is what I. <laughs> what, bro? <laughs> I said that because Tariq said that. <laughs> what? That's a word what, to. That's a word speak, to Tariq. He'll speak no Spanish. What? That's a word to Tariq. This nigga was faded. Where are you? And he just said that shit to me, and I just did him already. No Spanish. He don't speak no Spanish. <laughs> I was like, you know just what? Say some out of pocket shit. <laughs> He's like, you know they what? Throw I somebody off. Hey, he ain't got no you socks on. You can't fight crazy. I don't got socks on. What the hell? <laughs> Stop. This nigga know something else about me, man. <laughs> nah, bro. That's nigga Tariq. That nigga Tariq fucked me up with that shit. It's RP Tariq. It was RP Tariq for a while. <laughs> bro, what happened? I haven't talked to Tariq in He's forever. Good, man. He's living you doing all right? I saw on LinkedIn randomly he got a promotion. Ooh, we started a new position. LinkedIn's so weird. Not weird. Do you use your LinkedIn? Like, are, do you have a very active LinkedIn? I got, I get, um, it's like I notifications. One, no, I get like email notifications. Yeah. So, I got the app. I got the app downloaded. I don't like it though. LinkedIn. 
Got a nice little picture there, you know. A little you know, something keep, we got a corporate thug it. Yeah, I still use it. Yeah, I still use it at all. I've never really used it. I just made it one day just to have it. But I feel like niggas only use it when they're looking for jobs. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. I mean, shit. I feel that's only what you finna slide in somebody DM, slide in somebody LinkedIn. You think anybody got any pussy off LinkedIn? That's a great question. There's someone out there who's slipping some DMs on LinkedIn. If you a tech, I feel like you tech. Maybe, I don't know. Or if you a nigga that's posting a job. Ooh. A nigga Ooh. in power. Yeah. You suck this job. dick, you might get that <laughs> job. No, I don't approve of that cold message. World. No. <laughs> people, yeah. people definitely do that shit, though. That's yeah. like, that's like we're joking, but that's definitely a thing. Like promotions yeah. and shit. You hear about it all the time. Like workplace harassment. You want this promotion. Nah. This office. Yeah. You ever think it would flip, man? Because like in my in my job. I don't think it happens. I'm actually crazy. Wait. I think I've seen, like, episodes of, like, maybe, uh, see, it might have been a fucking job training video. Remember, like, one of the modules yeah. or some shit like that? It was, like, a woman being inappropriate with a guy. Yep. I've, yep. We had that. I on, feel like it was, like, on the job training way, type shit, like, the HR yeah. stuff you got to look at. I feel like it's going to be a period where it gets, not ultimate, like, completely flips, but it's going to get to a period where women feel comfortable enough to harass guys. Like, really, like, really harass I guys. get harassed all the time at work. Like it's crazy. A and then, large black woman. No offense. Large black. <laughs> what is it about? Because me too, bro. I have a See? very strong liking to women over fifty, and then large black women. Uh, Those are my two target just, markets. They just like to hit on me. I don't know why. What is that about? Do you do you just look like you enjoy? I'm a damn good looking man. That's all it is. Awesome. Where are the skinny women at then? That's all it is. They ain't nowhere to be found. At the workplace. That's at the workplace. They're appropriate. You dress better at the workplace. Large black women ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you going straight to hell, bro. I'm an asshole. Nah, now we a conservative shot, podcast because nigga want to say shit like this. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you fucking everybody up. I take it bullshit. back. I, take, I love my beautiful black women. Nah, bro. I take it all back. I'm sorry. Would you ever go back black when it comes to dating? Yeah, absolutely. What do you mean? What kind of question was that? Who's the last black woman you talked to? The last black woman I talked to, black girl, she could be mixed too. Yeah, see, that's that's the majority of the girls I talk to are mixed. So, mixed with what? Black, or Spanish, or white? What do you mean? That's like this is a very. I, I feel like you're trying to get an answer out of me that I'm not giving you. I'm trying, but I'm I don't know what there. answer you want I'm here. Get there. I'm good at exposing kids. My last ex was Costa Rican and Jamaican. Costa Rican and Jamaican. Yeah, that's just that's just Hispanic and black. There you go. How, how deep along was the Costa Rican? Was she first generation, second generation? Uh, and a Jamaican. She was Costa Rican. She was Costa Rican as hell. Her dad was because I got no. Because I only, only asked that because I had I had some friends. Actually, no, I take that back. It's my sister. So she, her and her boyfriend, like a young family. He's no, fiance. He's white. fiance, she, not boyfriend. Yeah, fiance. When's the wedding, by the way? Bro, in ten days. Ooh. Um, Ooh, that was disrespectful too. Then I wonder, if but I nah. Had... She said they were saying like they're gonna have a Norwegian and black baby. I was like, uh, you're white. <laughs> like, <laughs> Norwegian at this point, ain't nobody from Norway here. Like, yeah, I mean, grandparents, it's all, it's all kinds of shit. Like, it's, it's not like, just white. Norwegian. Yeah, but I don't even that know. bothered me. We should have no interest in saying like where we from. But of course, she don't even know. Yeah, but you know what? You know who? Like, what? Like, what group of people do that all the time? Italian people. Italian, Italian people ne- can never me. like say they're white. They're like, oh, I'm Italian. Right. No, I'm Italian. Yeah, you white, bro. Like, but so was, like, no, I guess I'm so was, I guess they're 
this is gonna sound crazy, but they're like the blacks of Europe, I guess. Like I was hearing some Italians? like historical explanation that they were like looked down upon and like used as slaves, like back, like they're like the blacks of. That doesn't make any sense, but no, I feel yeah, what you're saying. Know. Like culture, that makes no sense. Yeah. But, but culturally, they were like black. That's people. the word. I forget what I saw it on or what I was reading, but it was something how like they were like treated differently because they're from like southern. Uh, Southern Europe, Southern obviously, so they're skin. They're obviously a little more tan, more olive skin. Yeah, but that's interesting though, because when I was in, Gr- people were very prideful, very prideful people. I mean, what if you had, if you have some type of oppression, that's what usually leads to pride. Like you got to have people kind of go against your people, so you have a lot of pride in your own people. Sure. Same with Jewish people; like they've been oppressed since the beginning of time. How did they end up so rich? Because they realize, yo, century after century, people keep fucking with us. Hey, we need man, to make our own it, shit. You said play it smart. That's all. You know what I'm saying? They really been getting fucked with for a long time. Since like, the beginning of Jewish time, people bro. Get, but the thing is, Jewish isn't a race. It's a fucking religion. They created their own race. Damn. Nah. I don't That sounded crazy, right? <laughs> I was about to say, damn, damn boy. I knew y'all was going to look at me. I, this like, this oh, I don't know, man. Do it again. No, nah, but nah. it's it, it, <laughs> take a play. <laughs> Do it again, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> but no, seriously, we did take a playbook out of the Jewish community. No, but it, it's it's not a race; it's a religion. So I don't. Uh, they, it's like, a community. But it's, Judaism is a religion. Yes, and they form their own race by staying within their community. But it's not a it's not a race. What okay. country are they from? Uh, well, where's where's their country located? A race doesn't mean you're from a country. Well, no, I feel like they look bought it too, because isn't it like Israel? Or you're, then they make Israeli. like motherland. You're an Israeli if you're from Israel. You're well, not a Jew. If it's always you're been an Israel. Israeli. If you're from Pakistan, you're from you're from, you're from Pakistan. You know, you're, you're not <laughs> Jewish. Pakistani. I couldn't think of the word. If you're from Nigeria, you're Nigerian. You're not whatever Nigerian, race is practiced you, there. Jewish yeah. Judaism is the only race where people are like. Oh, but they say they form. He's a Jew. Like I'm but half Jew. How you half Jew? Yeah, nigga, uh, that's a religion. You can't be half they, Jew. But I'm saying they formed a race by staying within their community. How did you form well, a no, race? But I thought they so just... if you only, so if you create a community of your people, right, and they all look the same, they all like they have like the same black customs. Muslims? But my black thing Muslims. is, why if black is that... Muslims only start kept mating for the next hundred years within their community, there will be a very specific kind of person you can point them out. Black Muslims, you'll be able to point them out. They made nah, it within bro. their own community for the hundreds of years. That's the only race that we do that with, and it makes no fucking sense. Because I feel like mainly because, like we said, they were oppressed. They were they were targeted for so since the beginning of time. So you're able to identify a, a Jew, quote unquote. What's a Jew look like? Don't answer it. That's a trap. That's a trap. Dark features. Dark features. But yeah, man. I mean, I feel like there's a lot that goes into because people say that there's like. You know, black people, real Jewish people, blah blah blah. There's a lot of black yeah. Jewish people, so I don't I mean, say a lot. Jesus looked more like me than what they say he looked like. Yeah, so I mean, with all of that, man, it just it's for you know what I'm saying it's for the birds. How much would you say of what everyone believes is perception versus actual reality? God damn it, I hate you. I mean, it's all perception. So you so you agree that there is no real reality? I mean, reality is what we I feel like we we agree upon. You know what I'm saying? Like. The vast majority agrees upon. Well, for example, bro, the the color blue. I think somebody named it, and we all just said, "Oh yeah, that's blue. Oh yeah, that's red. Oh yeah, that's burgundy." Somebody just went with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess you know what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't even know if that made sense. You know, it, if I, I just think it, it does sense. and it doesn't, but I I think everyone's had that thought. Like, who named that particular item that? Because then I, again, it's like, 
whoever controls the language controls us. Yeah. How we per- perceptualize and articulate the world around us. Like, it's who, all based who, on language. Who made, like, who developed language? Well, no, it's like if, if, if. Language is a perception. Yeah. So if I, if I conquer Just a group of noise. people and I make them and speak we, my we language. We decided to perceive and say, this is what this means. Go ahead. Yeah. Like if, if, cause I mean, back in the day, if somebody conquered a town or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They like. You know, they erase all their history first. Yeah, you know, rape the women, and then they make them speak their own language. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or so make that, them speak their language. So that kind of like actually makes a. Gosh, I never thought about that. But that's a, but I understand you when you erase the history that, and make them speak history, the language. Like, like, but if you known. rape the women, then you instill your DNA in them. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know that? That's like I didn't realize the, that was a real like, reason why. Like I'm pretty sure that is and all that shit. That's why like yeah. Portuguese and like there's like people speak French and what Caribbean island speaks like French? Is that Creole? Oh yeah, that's, yeah. Like uh, because Haiti. like the French people came there, like had sex with women. Like you know, that's that's why that's that way. Yeah, but I never realized. I understood that like you erase people's history so they don't understand it, so future generations don't understand it. But then also you implement your language so they speak your custom, they perceive things your yeah. way. But I never realized the reason why they raped the women is so they instilled their that culture so DNA. And so their the lineage con- continues continued on. on. I didn't think about that. I thought and they kinda, were just and you kind of erase <laughs> yeah the previous In history all was written by the winners. Think about that. It's the craziest part, man. You don't hear the loser side because them niggas is dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> Some of y'all can use that if y'all, if, you know, someone listen to this and write a song, you can use that bar. Hell no, dude. <laughs> I had one question about the, uh, the um, episode y'all did on the conscious experiences with the pharmaceutical industry. Ah. Uh. Yes. How did y'all dive into that? <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Yes. Like he, he said, like, I've been waiting for a nigga to ask about this shit. How did y'all get into that topic? Nah. Pharmaceuticals are fun. No, I know it's I haven't funny. I not the episode yet, but go ahead. No, it's funny as fuck, bro, because like before that, before the episode, bro, I swear we were going to talk about something completely different. He turns it on and introduces the episode. I was kind of like, what? Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. And I just kind of went with it. I didn't even it. notice. You seemed like you jumped right on board. Yeah, because I mean, shit. See, y'all don't, y'all, y'all, y'all don't know. Right now. We're here. <laughs> I'm already on the mic. <laughs> Gotta go with it. Gotta go. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't really know. I think that's just something he wanted to talk about. And so we kind of just went with it. That's kind of just how conversations be going sometimes. It's what, like, yeah, what particularly kinda... did y'all talk about with the pharmaceutical things? Like, what was it? I, I remember the topic, one topic that stuck out to me was the topic about vaccines uh, and how y'all, y'all's take on vaccines. And I don't remember. Don't getting, tell me you're an anti-vaxxer. I don't think I'm an anti-vaxxer, but at the same time, like. Anti-free vaxxer. What does that mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. More so yeah, like yeah. the free vaccines. Yeah, or like, yeah, like, get your free. Like if, if, no, if, 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 if Dollar General says, here's a free flu shot. Oh, I'm not getting a flu shot. You're not getting one. I haven't gotten one. I don't get flu shots either. Okay. Exactly. I'm not I getting a fucking free flu but shot. But like polio and shit that we've like made extinct. Is it really extinct? Vac- yes. Like yeah. we, we've scientifically eradicated those from the human population. Now yes. Why? I mean, can we? why can we still get it? Because it exists in nature, but we've built up immunity. Like this is like hard proven science. We've built up immunities within our body that we can take that will prevent our body from getting it. How niggas be getting it? Because it exists, it exists out in nature. It exists. So somebody's like touching. Animals. So we so are that, that, That's how. That's what. Pe- that's the whole problem with anti-vaxxers is because we've we've uh, eradicated this viruses from our population because we've developed antibodies that like obviously you get from a vaccine, 
that will not allow your body to get your body can no longer get it because you hold these antibodies within your body when someone doesn't their child vaxxed these things exist like they're real which is why they've wiped out thousands of communities in the history but when you don't get your child vaxxed it has a chance to rebring that in and possibly spread it to other people who haven't also got vaxxed which is why like babies are susceptible anti-vaxxing mm-hmm. that's why that shit's so, so serious when people are like oh it's bad for you like this is a problem I have with stuff like that because I get break I, it down I get why Please, people because I don't know nothing about it. Uh, under, and this is me. We've had like I'm very like I studied chemistry. I'm very into science. Like I understand like the logical side of things, and I, like I'm okay with chemicals. Load me up with that shit. I don't care. This will make me healthy and live longer. <laughs> Load me up with all the chemicals. Oh, it's not from the earth. But you're gonna die at 86, and I'm gonna live to 112. Who won? You're gonna be I looking did. like shit. I'm gonna be alive, nigga. You're gonna be dead, bro. You're gonna be looking like, uh, what did he say? Is he selling chocolates? He's gonna be a <laughs> in, 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 in the chair. I'm still kicking, ain't I? <laughs> no, but I, I get the whole thing. Like, a lot of shit we eat that's like super processed is really bad for you, and like a lot of the drugs we take are really bad for you and super processed, and I completely understand that. But at the same time, a lot of the drugs we take, yes, are processed, but them shits work for a reason. And like they're they're not necessarily killing you as much as you say they are, you right. know. Like, yeah, nature's good, but nature will also rip your fucking head off and give you a disease that'll eat through your stomach in two seconds. I think people don't you realize I mean? how how like far from nature we really are. Yeah, we really we're can't so exist. far removed. Like, we can't really exist naturally anymore. And I and yeah. I'm a completely okay with people going like plant based and like trying to like get closer to natural, and, like eat better and eat more healthy and eat more raw foods, but and like not try and take as much stuff and try and cure it naturally. But there's some shit that like science is there for a reason, and it like it's cured things that are that are known and curable, and you're trying to cure it with oregano and thyme. There's a yeah. pill that'll do it in two seconds, and like you can take the pill for a week, and that shit's gone. Like, yeah, that's there for a reason. Like I'm sorry, and I get what you're saying, but like let's not die. Let's take the antibiotic. I think it's two seconds. I think it's just not taking it to that extreme. That's the whole point. Yeah. Like there's a there's, there's a limit with everything. Right. There's, there's a, a limit, limit with yeah, everything. There's, there's a limit. A, obviously, obviously, taking a more natural approach to the food we eat or things like that is yeah, a good I, I thing. I completely agree but with that. But when shit. it comes to medicine developments and things like that, those things are actually developed for us to have a higher baseline as a, a human. And you know race. what's fucked up about that? The same thing I just said. On what you said, Med- the medicine development is so fucked up because you hear it all the time. There's money in the. Um, there's not money in the cure. There's money in the prevention or I don't yeah, know. right, right. Like it's fucked up, but it's true because I mean, if you cure something, you're not making any more money off of it. I can give you yeah. a pill and shit's gone. Right. I mean, because I mean, yeah, like because some of the part of the episode, we you know, we more so uh, talk about just the business of it and how most of it is more so to prey off of. Oh, one hundred percent is you know just just is. the population because I mean, if you look at TV, right, every. You know, it's commercial every, um, I'd say, uh, five minutes maybe or less. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And they're marketing to the consumer pharmaceuticals, and that's illegal in other countries. There's no direct market to consumers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Medical, like pharmaceutical yeah. pills. Yeah. That's for a reason, you know what I'm saying? So, for example, like, you see an insurance, an insurance all the time. If they have Morgan and Morgan commercials, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we got this guy a million dollars called one eight hundred. And we deal with that shit neck, all the time. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm God. saying? Something catchy. Yeah. That's the first thing they're gonna think about if they get into an accident. Check. No, nigga, I'm gonna give you hundred dollars and And so that's kind of like the bait with like all the all this like pharmaceuticals and stuff because it's only gonna get worse and worse. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Like all it takes is to somebody say that like because because I feel like information. Obviously, there's so much information that, you know, it can be counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. 
but you can really know as much as anybody you want to if you put in enough time and you know gather the right resources. Right. You know if you go down so it's like enough. certain things like you'll see. I follow like a couple guys that are um, into holistic, into you know the regular uh, norm of science as well as even like metaphysical based and like you know obviously there's some things that you know i guess you can't explain that'll work yeah. but at the same time you know not so many people know how to do that shit for real a lot of people just you know do you know oregano take some like tummy tea or you know yeah. try to make their own you know homemade stuff and doesn't work but that's you you see that with like uh you can do that with like protein shakes and stuff yeah. like that you know what i mean but i, I definitely feel that you know, I feel like people have to do um, more due diligence to understand that, you know, only you can know how your body works. And, yeah. you know, you know yourself better than anybody can tell you. Because it's a case-by-case case basis. Yeah, because, yeah, like, they're basically, so if you know yourself, you know what I'm saying, you know what works for you. Or you're better, you know, more equipped to, um, you know, keep yourself going and stay healthy. Because at the end of the day, they're basing it off of numbers in the general population. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, you might be an outlier in those certain factors. Yeah. So... That makes yeah. more sense. But, uh, but yeah, I'm not getting no fucking free flu shot. Like, <laughs> niggas, be talk, like niggas be talking about the flu. Like, that shit really deadly. Bro, I ain't got the flu in. I've never had the flu. I don't think I've had it <laughs> since I was maybe, I think, high school. Oh. I just eat way better. Yeah, like, and then, like, this is what I, I brought up in the podcast as well. It's just, like, you know, people don't really, you know, think about shit, for example, that, like, okay, so flu season, right? So we have um, daylight savings where you know it gets darker quicker. You why know? is daylight savings? No, no this this is the point. No, I don't know why we have point. daylight savings. It makes, it it's makes like sense because because the schedule they made is one hundred percent accurate, so they have to make little things. Well, no, it's, daylight savings is for uh, for people that have more time to shop. Shit, really? Because the sun's out. Yeah, they have more time to shop, or at least like that's what that shit was about in America. They really? like because I think it was only made like in the because not every 30s. country does it. Yeah, I know a lot of places don't do it. Yeah, yeah. so it's just to have more people to have time to shop. And it makes sense because, you know, the holiday season, you got all the holidays. Yeah. And but, I don't want, but I don't want you to miss that point that you were just saying because I remember that was a key point that I thought was interesting. It's about daylight savings and your diet. like. Uh... Yeah, so <clears throat> it basically goes like, okay, so it's daylight savings. When you go to work, it's dark. When you come back home, it's dark. You know what I'm saying? You're getting less sunlight. Less you're vitamin eating, D. Yeah, less vitamin D. Pressed. And it's the holiday season, so you're eating, you know, way heavier. You know what I'm saying? I left orders from Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that. And you're still eating the same way, even as if you were getting vitamin D. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, food is way more accessible. You can eat the same shit all year long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not really natural. So, mind you, the weather is changing as well. You're getting less sunlight. You're eating the same. You're going to get sick. See what I'm saying? That was an interesting point. I never thought about it that way. So you so Counterpoint just- to that. Uh... People, I guess, before we had such accessible stuff, what are people who, like, harvested things for the winter and, like, held on to stuff? I mean, maybe, like, certain fruits and vegetables, like, certain fruits and vegetables, but, like, people still eat relatively the same, like, before we had modern technology during the wintertime. No, nah, because you wouldn't have the same crops Maybe not all fruit year. and stuff, but you would, like, eat a good, like, your diet was pretty consistent, though. You'd save shit. That they like salt meats and different things they could only get during the summer and stuff like that. Yeah, but niggas were skinny. Like you actually had to go kill what you ate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, because like yeah. no, well that, but like our food has so much more shit in it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you yeah. were to eat, you you know the difference between like 
if you were say if you were you know hunting deer or eating fresh fruit there's totally completely different amount of you know sugar and calories associated with that you know what i'm saying we could somebody could they could eat apples all day and we just open up a coke and have twice as much sugar as they had yeah absolutely you know what i'm saying our sugar intake is crazy and so if people are plus if like if you're like eating a whole bunch of you know or consuming a whole bunch of uh I guess, um, I wouldn't say toxic. I think it's like uh, non-alkaline or like, I don't know, like, like for example, if you drink like a whole, like there are people that drink Dr. Peppers every day. That's cool. That used to be me. You know what I'm saying? There are people that drink That's Cokes insane. every day. Three I saw someone eat a Snickers bar and drink a Sprite at 10 in the morning once I work. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, and that'd be like every day. And I was absolutely disgusted. I said, what the fuck? There's a it coworker. 10 a.m. There's a coworker at my, my parents. He works for Dart, the Dallas Area Rapid Transit. My parents are one of the main contractors for it, but one of the dudes that worked there, he's head of IT. This motherfucker eats like four Snickers bars after How? his lunch. After his lunch. How do you do that? It's insane. But, no, like, that's, that's the norm. And then, like, yeah. you know when you was in elementary school? I know maybe it was just in Texas, but, like, you ever had, like, those elementary school teachers who would come to school with them big-ass Sonic Root 44s? They yeah. would, like, just big, like, straight Diet gold, Coke or some big shit. Big or something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, but if, you might, why the fuck you ain't even going to get Diet then? You might as well just get the, the real <laughs> shit. Like, like, not making it no better. Yeah. And so that's basically, like, what I feel like it is. Because, I mean, like, think about it. You know, high school, like, Think about all the bullshit food that you ate in high school, bro. All yeah, I like shit in high school. I feel like it almost balances it because not, I ate I'm not so I'm much not, better now than I used to. I'm not. I'm not even going to justify it. But I feel like it almost balances because we we're burning so many fucking calories. Yes, we were no. kids. Yeah, I mean maybe because you were kids, athletes. You like, yeah, but still, think anything. about it, if you ate half as good as you do now back then, how much of a different athlete? Really? All right, let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I. I yeah, it's I don't dumb. know. I mean, crazy thing. I like, bro. Niggas know at my crib, I ain't even have snacks, bro. Like, yeah, you get shit for that all the time. We got snacks. Yeah, bro. Like my shit was like Cheerios, and like meanwhile, everybody else eating. You know, what I'm saying Lucky Charms, all I'm that shit, bro. Legos. All I had was like, goddamn. Last one playing that shit. Yeah, man. Like I, I remember. Funny story. Funny story. Cause I'm not gonna lie. Like when I was younger. I was a little bit chubby, but the reason why I think I was a little bit chubby because, like, when I was little, I, I had asthma, so I feel like, you know, the inhaler has to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the asthma fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever, whatever. A little bit of baby fat. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, so basically, you remember box tops? Yeah. No. What is that? We had to, y'all ain't never what? had to collect those. Oh, the box tops. Like, the, yeah, the, the, like, yeah, yeah. Like, collect those like, for school. school. This is fucking scams, all that box top bullshit. I don't know what that meant, but I used to collect the fuck out of them Yeah, shits. man. So, funny story. If y'all know a box top star, you know what I'm saying them the fucking you know best things since sliced bread. You Real know what shit. I'm saying that that was it was more it worth more than money. You know what I'm saying back then it was crypto the original crypto. Yeah, man. So you know I kept I had like a little paper bag or like you know like there would be like random little bowls that you keep little doodads yeah. and shit in. So I had one of those. You know what I'm saying in their uh, in the pantry. I guess my dad thought that the box tops were KFC coupons. Took him to KFC? No, he threw them bitches away. Oh, <laughs> no. I was like, damn. I was like, no. damn, bro. That's like literally like throwing away money. Yeah, man. So that's basically. Because you, you could turn those in for like little prizes and yeah, shit, right? Man. Yeah, all kinds of shit. So I thought, yeah, so that basically sums it up. Like, that's how, you know what I'm saying? Popping planet. 
That's how Hell it goes. No, but no, bro. I'm I'm glad though, because I mean, it just be like baked chicken. You know what I'm saying? Spaghetti. I mean, we used to eat real bad as a family. I was fat as a kid. I was yeah. Because like, <laughs> I mean, I remember like going to like Bonos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then we like cut that out at a certain point. We used to eat Krispy Kreme donuts after church every Sunday. Oh, that mm. sounds amazing. Mm. So good. That sounds like a deal. So your parents didn't put a big emphasis on like nutrition at all? Not until like middle school. Um, yeah, my parents never school, really we, did. Because like, my dad had like a diabetes scare. He was gaining weight. Um, I was chubby, but then like my doctor was like, yeah, you probably need to lose the weight. So like we started eating better. I started packing my lunch, bringing my lunch to school. Like still not eating. Like I would still eat like ham and cheese sandwich, like mayo and mustard, which isn't the best thing, but it's better than like hamburger and fries from like the cafeteria. Well, yeah, I mean, bro, you can't go wrong with no, you know, ham and cheese sandwich. Ain't nothing wrong with yeah. classics. I'm sorry. Yeah. Classics is tough. I had a ham and cheese sandwich the other day. That shit was busting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Of course. Ham cheese sandwich. You get the King's Hawaiian roll bread. Oh, man. Mm. They yeah. make those at Thanksgiving. My cousin, she makes other Hawaiian rolls and ham and cheese on them. It's like smoked, but it's like smoked up. Smoked ham? Smoked Is it smoked up? Uh, Turkey? It might be brisket. Ooh. Oh. A brisket and she had like cheese on there and she had bacon on. Damn, y'all going to. Hawaiian rolls. That sounds like, like appetizers at Thanksgiving, bro. That sound like Shout some, out Shania, uh, man. That sounds like some shit she, she might bring back from Podman. That sounds like some ghetto crystals. Boy, y'all I like come, it. That does. That y'all come fuck with my family. Y'all come fuck with my family on Christmas and shit. Y'all change y'all. I might as well sell that on the street. Be at the club. Hawaiian rolls. Hawaiian rolls. People out there send a barbecue, fresh barbecue. I got the Hawaiian rolls. We going to be outside of Bottle Blonde. Y'all can't get in Y'all can't get in Because the dress code Come get some Hawaiian rolls <laughs> That's going to be the dress <laughs> Strictly for the niggas that got, You got a discount For niggas that ain't Get in with dress code <laughs> yeah. That shit crazy, crazy man But nah man This shit was This shit was This shit was dope man I, But nah man I feel like We got to get you back For another oh, episode Oh yeah we'll have man, you back I feel back, like you man. give I feel like this is one of the first ones where we got a lot of genuine gems. Mm-hmm. I take that back. We got a lot from other ones too, I but this is a, a different avenue, and I fuck with crypto. That. I'm gonna do some research tonight. I'm gonna open me an account. And obviously, if y'all haven't checked out the Conscious Experience podcast, well, check it out. Check it out. It's really dope. Very informational. It's very on all casual. platforms. Uh, yep. Yeah, it is. All platforms. Conscious Experience. All platforms. Conscious Experience. Brian Dunlap. You. Hey, matter of fact, you know what I'm saying. Follow me on Instagram, and then uh. No, we got a uh, a blog slash website called the uh, the dailycurrency dot com. So oh, shit, check see? that out. The dailycurrency dot com. Plug your shit, yeah. cuz. Plug it. You know Plug your Call shit. Call me uh, Brian underscore lap eight. All Brian that, underscore you know lap eight. That's a smooth shit. All social platforms: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> check them out. While we give a shout outs, let me give a quick shout out to our sponsors, man. Light Hops, Wilderness Refuge. Shout out Light Hops, Young Cheese. We got shout, out cool cheese. Um, shout out Flynn Florence, man. Flu. Best graphic designer in the world. Shout out Ruckus. Uh, Eat Right uh, update. I don't know if y'all knew. Eat Right's now shipping statewide in the state of Florida. So, all of our Florida listeners, check out Eat Right. Um, Time to Eat Right uh, at all platforms. Appreciate that. Athletic Knowledge. Shout out Young Roo. Athletic knowledge, any training, any training in Tampa as far as basketball, you know where to find them. I think that's Speaking it. Speaking of Tampa, I think our team probably gonna be ass again this year, bro. Shout out UT, man. As long as my, as long as my fifth all-time spot don't get taken, I don't give a shit. So, so, so proud of that. Bro, hate all you want. History. Hate all you want, but I'm in the books. <laughs> and on that note, man, appreciate anybody and everybody who is listening. His name is this Kid. Far. His name's Crash. Whore. And this is the Kid and Crash. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>